The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. Do you know about being old? Let me tell you what it's like to be old. Being old is going into the supermarket and recognizing some haggard old woman slouching along behind a grocery cart. You go over to her, and you identify yourself, and you say, I'd know you anywhere. You're Thelma Simmons. You were two years behind me in high school. And she looks up at you and says, I ain't Thelma. Thelma was my mother. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Hey, hey, hey. 
here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you so much for listening. If you have never heard this program before, and there's a great likelihood that you have never heard this program before, you should know that I have been doing this for 37 years. You say, my goodness, how could he have been on the radio 37 years and I've never heard of him? These things can happen. You you keep listening and you will find out why. Because I'm, I talk about different things. Right now, I'm going to tell you that I'm so glad that we have whiskey. Thank goodness we have whiskey. Think about this. If it were not for whiskey, you would be unable to buy a present for the man who has everything. But why would a man who has everything want to muddle his mind with whiskey?
Bringing it right back to the root there, Ray Brown. Will you give me some advice? I'd like your advice. The place where I sit is Sowa. It's not that I sit too much, but it's that there is nothing but skin between the bone and the cushion in my chair. And they no longer make cushions soft enough to be comfortable for an emaciated old man. Some of my friends have a nice layer of thick padding upon which they rest their weary bones. When these friends sit, there is an inch or two inches or even more of comfortable fleshy padding between their bones and the cushion in their chair. The ones I envy could sit on a cold oak plank without any discomfort at all. Please, I'm asking you nicely, please tell me, what do I have to do to pack some meat back on my bones? You remember that I lost 35 pounds. For nine years I went without ice cream, cake, pie, cookies. I didn't eat any sweets. For nine years, well, I got so skinny that, well, lately for the past month, I've been wolfing all these good things down at every opportunity in hopes of fleshing out a bit. My question to you is, what is your secret for being able to sit comfortably in a chair? Please tell us, as I might not be, no, I might not be the only one who is considering raising his desk so he can stand while working at his computer. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for telling us your secret for packing on some extra pounds.
Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite station, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com, because I'd love to hear from you. And it has been a long, long time since we have talked about keeping a gun under your pillow, you know, so you can shoot robbers who might invade your home in the night. As everybody knows by now, it has been statistically proven that people who keep guns under the pillow to shoot robbers at night, well, they're much more likely to shoot themselves or family members or a brother who broke down nearby with his automobile and was coming into your house at 2 a.m. to ask for help. Statistics tell us that keeping a gun in your home so you can shoot robbers is not a very smart thing to do. Nevertheless, in spite of this, a very large number of your friends and neighbors and my friends and my neighbors, well, they do keep loaded guns in their homes. Even I might have one, but might feel foolish about admitting it to you. Without even trying, I can bring to mind three civilians, three good friends I know very well who have shot people. Bang! The point of all this is that there are thousands of loaded guns in thousands of main homes. Everybody knows this. And because of this, you are taking your life in your hands when you enter a home in my neighborhood day or night without knocking on the door. Even when no one appears to be home, a robber or anyone else is pushing it when they walk into an ostensibly empty house on the main coast. You and I know more than a couple of folks who have quietly sat in their homes for years, gun at hand, just waiting for the chance to legally blow someone away. I'm going to do something I very seldom do, and I'm going to shut that off because my machine very nastily jumped over and played Mona Lisa. We don't want to hear Mona Lisa. We want to hear something that moves. Let's try it again. Ah. Get your kicks on Route 6. 
note up for you. Last month I was mildly amused when I entered I entered a church for a funeral and saw Sent Free written on a couple of pews in the back of the sanctuary. You know this, there are denominations where they burn candles as part of a service so the air can get pretty heavy in there after an hour or so. But think about having scent-free pews in a church. Isn't that the same as having smoke-free seats in an airplane? Pretty kind of, that was kind of nervous, wasn't it? I, 
I, I enjoy nervous music. I don't know about you. Mary Lou Williams. And the name of the song, if it makes any difference, Zonky. Let me leave me. Da, 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 da. How do you know if you have a stressful job? Do you have a stressful job? A job that you don't enjoy because of a boss who micromanages or constantly finds fault with your work? Melissa, who was a bed and breakfast guest here last summer, says, Melissa said, You know you have a stressful job if a weekend is a time of recovery and not a time to enjoy.
Bex here on the humble farmer, where with any luck at all you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Some of our friends, you know, have been listening to the Humble Farmer radio program for over 37 years now. Back when I started, back when I started making this program for Maine Public Radio, I had to come up with new things to say every week, you know, between the songs. Thank goodness I no longer have to do that. My memory is now so bad, I can tell the same stories week after week without even noticing it. The good news, are you listening? The good news is that half of our friends who are listening aren't really listening. So they don't realize I'm repeating myself. Get out there. Mary Lou Williams. 
I'd like to play more of Mary. I'd like to hear more of Mary Lou Williams. I'm very impressed by what she did. Speaking of listening, it is my contention that husbands listen. Husbands, are you listening? Husbands hear and understand every word their wives say. Wives might accuse husbands of not listening, but this is because although husbands listen, husbands are not mind readers and wives are notoriously niggardly with their verbs. A wife, you know this, you've, you've had this happen to you, a wife might say, coffee pot. The husband immediately panics because although he has heard his wife say coffee pot, he doesn't know what she wants him to do with it. You know, is he supposed to wash it, pass it, or pour it? The last time my wife looked at me and said, coffee pot, I said, well, what do you want me to do with a coffee pot? And she said, my, that is tempting, isn't it?
is what was that is something as happy Fletcher Henderson as happy as the day is long do 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 I like that tune with you you will probably hear quite a bit of happy as the day is long did you attend did you attend your alumni banquet this past year because it took me 12 long years to earn an undergraduate degree everyone at our 50th alumni banquet was eight or so years younger than I. The president of the university stood before our assembled body and thanked us for coming. He praised us for being dedicated alumni. Because if the truth were known, we were about the only ones from our class who were still breathing. You do raise the third there. 
I don't know. You should be glad every time you listen to a speaker who was pulled in off the street. You know what I'm talking about here. If you have ever attended a convention where the headliner has taught at several universities in Europe, you know what I'm talking about. He or she has received every scholarship and award known to academia. And you have to become intimate with every one of them before he or she is even allowed to mount the podium. I Get a little closer to the radio because I'm going to kind of whisper this. I don't want everyone to know it. I once went to hear a man who was so accomplished that they had an intermission halfway through his introduction. Keep seeing something. Oh, it's time to remind you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the humble farmer here on your favorite radio station. You know, with any luck at all, and I have to stress that, with any luck at all, you can hear me every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I keep seeing something on my Facebook page that says, 
three people on Facebook unfriended you. If it's only three, I can't be writing enough of the things that need to be said. here on The Humble Farmer. Has this ever happened to you? Please listen closely and think about it. A good friend dies. Your eyes fill with tears. You take out your handkerchief and dry your eyes while thinking. That's three of my favorite books I'll never see again. Thank you. 
vixen, of course. Do Lulu was that goose pimples of the ostrich walk? You tell me. You might have to think a while before you can understand why young Maine men would climb a New Hampshire mountain in a blizzard in December. The ice is not yet thin enough to break beneath a snowmobile. Thank you, thank you. It's time to say thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite station. Remember that with any luck at all, I'll be back here next week playing old-fashioned music just for you. Thank you, thank you again for listening. I am the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. I play a lot of Django and Ghana on this show. Love to hear from you. And here is something I read the other day. I wish you'd tell me what you make of it. It said, and I quote, I am the only one of my contemporaries I know who, in his old age, 
has not become bitter and disillusioned with mankind. It is signed, The Humble Farmer, Satirist, 